Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Probably This Conjury with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 550 for comics originally releasing January 29th, 2020. But before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, we got all kinds of stuff today. Drew, what do we got in the world of comics? Well, it's award season. You know, I think we're right in the middle of the Golden Globes, Oscars, Grammys, all that stuff. And, um,. The Eyes and Ears blog at blogspot.com have uh, posted their annual podcast awards. And by golly, if uh, the the good folks at Comics for Fun and Profit were not nominated. Um, We were nominated in the following category. The Where Have You Been All My Life Award for a show that started before 2018 but that I didn't start listening to or have even heard of, in some cases, until 2019. (laughs) Nominees and runners-up, The Comics Alternative, Comics for Fun and Profit, Lady Brains, and The Legendarium. And the winner was Like Trees Walking by Michael J. Nelson from Mystery Science Theater 3000. So, um, you know. That's legit, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. So it's an honor to be nominated. Um, um, we, we were robbed by the MSTK guy. But whatever. <laughs> so just to have a picture of Drew and I. Yeah. Clapping with somber faces. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Drinking heavily. Yeah. Uh, so thank you to the Eyes and Ears blog at blogspot.com. We appreciate uh, the nomination. It was very nice of you. And you know, uh, a lot of feedback. Well, not a lot, but some was was for <laughs> Just say a lot <laughs> was for our friend uh, Michael Lamb, a uh, longtime listener of the show, oh, yeah. um, because his Chiefs, uh, his Kansas City Chiefs, has made it to the Super Bowl. Jason said Michael Lamb has got to be happy with this year's Super Bowl. <laughs> we wanted to say congrats to your team, man, and that we are rooting for your Mahomes in the Super Bowl. And we haven't mentioned it till now, so may the jinx be on. <laughs> now, now, now we've jinxed it for you. Uh, Michael says, thanks a lot, guys. We're ready. The whole city is electric for this team. We wish we could go down there and see it live. Needless to say, it's a tad out of price range at $4,000 a ticket. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's falling way behind on comics, been streaming a lot of shows. Mindhunter Seasons 1 and 2. Um, is phenomenal. Agree with that. That's a pretty awesome show. Um, how is this not a comic first, he says. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's still a little bitter about Deadly Class not being picked up, but thankfully we still have the comic going strong. Oh, uh, we are bracing for more winter weather here in Kansas City. Love the show. Can't wait for more C4 Fap in 2020. Well, thank you, and uh, we appreciate that. And we hope, we hope that you um, hoist that Lombardi and it's not the evil Niners from San Francisco. <laughs> um, uh, we've heard from Eric just before we got on air today that we have yet another listener who is joining our Heroes Initiative um, year-long uh, spec challenge. His name is Tim Pinarts. You might recognize the name. He's been a, uh, a great listener and, and friend of the show. We we welcome you. It, that gives us a half dozen challengers now at this point for the the spec challenge. Kyle, you want to tell our listeners what this is all about? Of course, the uh, spec challenge is a uh, 
It was a challenge, a gauntlet throwdown by Eric at Calbunga Comics, uh, who graciously donated one hundred dollars uh, to Drew and myself each, with the guise of take that hundred dollars, invest it throughout the year twenty twenty, do what you can to double, triple, quadruple, infinitesimal that money, and then at the end of the year with the goal of donating that to the Heroes Initiative. All along the way, keeping score, flaunting your score, and making fun of everybody else doing that to find out who the winner and the person able to spec make the most the most money for Heroes Initiative in 2020. Spec make, I like that. Spec make, yep, very good. Um, so yeah, we got good, some good stuff going on. Um, we like to like to hear about stuff like this. You can you can let us know what's going on, or if you have questions or anything uh, for us, you can always follow us on Twitter. At Comics Fun Profit, or check us out on Instagram and Facebook, which is Comics for Fun and Profit. And you can always send us a good old email at comics for fun and profit at gmail.com. We appreciate the questions and the comments and the complaints. We don't care. We like to hear it all. There you go. Um, we also hearken the return of the C4FAP pre order bundle and uh, the time to place that order was Wednesday, Kyle. Yes. And um, we're a little behind. We're hoping we can still get ours in. Uh, Eric was kind enough to remind us that we haven't placed our order yet. So uh, you might still be able to get Billionaire Island number one, Resistance number one, Dragon Whisperer number one, and North Bend number one um, as a bundle for $8.76. Does that sound right? Something like that? Uh, yes, that sounds right. Yeah, 45% off the cover price. Uh, reach out to Eric at cowabungacomics.com if you want to do that. Um, or check him, um, check it out in the show notes how to how to get a hold of him best. Uh, but yeah, some, some good stuff and cool discounts for us that he's curated. We appreciate that. Um, now, last week we talked about 2019 comic sales for the year. And now we're going to talk about December's <laughs> comic sales um, for 2019, so a little little backwards, uh, a little ass backwards, as uh, Grandma used to say, and <laughs> she was a card. <laughs> and uh, so we're gonna go over those really quickly. Um, our top seller for uh, the month was Doomsday Clock um, at 117,000. Number two was X Men number three which came in at 105. So we only had two comics that, that beat the 100,000 mark. And I think that's kind of par for the course for the winter months, right? Mm -hmm. Not as many sales. Yeah, not uncommon. Yeah. Um, then rank, ranking three is Batman Last Night on Earth, finishing up 90,000. Um, and then Dark Knight Returns, The Golden Child at 88,000. Venom at five with 74,000. Harley Quinn... Villain of the Year, the first issue uh, comes in at 73,000 at rank 6. Symbiote Spider-Man at rank 7 with 71,000. Incoming, number 1, the 999 book, comes in at nine, six, gets 69,000 copies out there um, at number 8. And then we have Amazing Spider-Man, 35, selling 67,000 copies. And Superman breaking in the top 10 hey. uh, with 66,000 copies, which is interesting. And if Superman is has the, the 499 cover as well, mm -hmm. wouldn't that mean 
it did even better than that, right? That sounds right. So if it had the 499 cover, that would be a different skew, and it would be a little higher. Yeah. Um, that's pretty good. Um, so good even for we're already down into the, the low numbers there. Yeah, but I'm still curious as to. Let me Google it. Where's the next one? No, there is just just the one Superman. Oh, okay. Okay. I was incorrect. Shocker. Yeah, there is only one. There was only one Superman uh, released, and it did. So it didn't have a B cover. What's what's DC doing? Great question. Uh, <laughs> uh, so okay, so where where does that put where does that put the regular Batman title then? So Tom King's last issue eighty five would have been at rank twelve, and it did about sixty thousand comics sold. Um, and then there's eighty four. Did fifty eight thousand. Uh, so the issue before that. Now, so there are other, are there B covers for Batman, or are they are they combining them again? <sighs> <laughs> just when we thought we had it figured. I out. just uh, every time I kind of get a foothold into what it ac- actually is going on. Though there's Batman. Wait a minute. Where's that Batman? Eighty five cardstock is down at rank ninety nine, with another twenty thousand. So, it was, what was it? What was the other, the first Batman? Uh, 60,000. So, right. so it's selling 80,000 together then. <sighs> Golly. And it, yeah, so that would have put it in about middle of the pack. Fifth, fifth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lord. What else you got in there? What else looks good? Um, if you th- what was it? Something that piqued my interest a little bit. Uh, at rank 17, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 100. Only 53,000. Well, it was an $8 book, right? Yeah, it was an $8 book, but we've, you know, we, we've seen $10 books, and even with Marvel's incoming, yeah. beating it, you would think, you know, a large... There's a lot of, of shops out there that are just DC and Marvel. They don't carry yeah, a lot of other they stuff. They don't carry those, and, and, you know... This is a, not only is it, quote unquote, the 100th issue and all that fun stuff, yeah. but also you've got the scuttlebutt with the fifth turtle and all kinds of things, yep. had kind of a lot going on, and still couldn't really, I mean, not that 53,000 is not a big one, because that's you know quite a bit up from their number 99, number 99 uh, was at 21,000, so, yeah. you know, 146% increase, but still nowhere near the top 10. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, overall uh, sales going to Marvel again. Forty-five percent of sales, thirty-one percent going to DC, six percent image. Um, Boom is up to three point six six percent in fourth place, uh, gaining ground on image a little bit there. Um, do you see? Is it possible? Boom could could. Take over the third spot, Kyle. Could it gain another two points? They're doing all. They're doing everything they should right. Um, So it's very possible. Well, when we get down to the numbers, I can't imagine they put out anywhere close to the amount of books that Image Mm -hmm. puts out, though. 
Uh, then we have IDW with 3.5 right on their heels. Uh, Dynamite at 2.5% and Dark Horse at 1.87. Everybody else under 1% or under a half or under 0.1 even. Um, making up the remainder of that. Uh, as we slide down to uh, the items in the top 300, we have Marvel shipping 113, DC shipping 85, Image 29. Image is down a lot. Okay, Image only shipped 29 items. That explains it. That's not much. No, but Boom only shipped 18. So they are uh, only a couple percentage points below them. And, and shipped about half. So, hmm. interesting interesting numbers there. Um, anything else that pops out at you? Just a slow month. I mean, it's yeah. the end of the year. Everybody's out of money. Yeah, everybody, everybody's broke. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, and it's weird getting the numbers after the fact. So yeah, that's we'll, what I'm thinking. We've moved yeah. so far through. Hopefully, we can get January's numbers at a normal time in February and get back in some kind of uh, cadence again, so we can. Yeah, well, I got to get my. We got to get back to predicting since I'm so good at that. It's exactly right. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Let's take a look at the FOC. The FOC, of course, your final order cut off your last ability to add some things to your order. Um, whatever you need to do, whether you need to add a few books or you're coming in late to a book or maybe we're seeing some final art. There's also some FOC exclusives. So we have until midday on Monday to check out our FOC and see if there's anything we want to change with our orders or add. And of course, we get a lovely curated list from Eric at Cowabunga on what we're doing with this. He also, as he sends us this email, has a, uh, a few things that he's featuring on there. And the first thing he's talking about is bang number one. Uh, from Dark Horse. That is, of course, a Matt Kent book. We have Deceased Unkillables, number one. Of course, that's going to be a three-issue series. Uh, Tom Taylor writing that for DC. Huh. And he's talking about the uh, $5.99 cardstock variant of that as well. Um, let's see. From DC, we have Plunge, number one, part of that Joe Hill Hill House imprint that we uh, actually quite like so much. Undiscovered Country. There, wow. Fourth printing. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say that is print number four of that. Really, and they've been some different. That doesn't look like cover A, or the first print, the second print, or the third print. So we're getting neat new stuff with all of those. We, of course, have the Alex Ross variant of Wolverine number one. Wolverine number one, an $8 book. My God goodness ben percy writing this version of it and from aftershock comics i'm excited for this god killers number one with a nice little jeremy hahn cover on the cover a but let's delve in and see if there's anything else we can find in the foc starting with some it's a wolverine number one are you going to uh go in heavy again no i I made that mistake and uh, (laughs) you're not gonna do it I am not going to do that. From Dark Horse's bag number was one does look intriguing, so yeah, and that's I it. I concur with Eric on that one. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a secret agent. 
Take a look at that Batman Matina variant real quick for 89. Yeah, it's it's nice, man. Nice Matina, as you <laughs> as one would expect. Yep. And we have all kinds of good uh, deceased unkillable. The horror variant is uh, it. Yeah, it's pretty cool looking. Very cool. I like I like that even better. Yeah, I still like that uh, the Matina that Red Hood cover. Yeah, that it's is pretty awesome looking. It's very nice. Walt Simonson's doing a variant for Metal Man number five. Um, right now we're just seeing pencil sketch. It looks like mm-hmm. can't, I can't imagine that would be what it would look like, but maybe. There you go. And Lola Woods number three having a Jenny Frizen cover B. Always very, very nice. Cover. Yes. I got a uh, plunge number one. Did we already talk plunge number one? Did Eric touch on that? He uh, talked. Yeah, he, he fe- didn't. Is that what he featured as the? Was that the one he featured? Yeah, he featured what? that because that's the Joe Hill one. Was so it cover about the cover A on that one? I also like that. The cover Gary B Frank, is pretty cool. Yeah, the Gary Frank cover B is pretty nice. Yeah. Devastating tsunami. And the final Wonder Twins. Last oh, chance to okay. get that that last that last Wonder Twins, if you want. There you go. Down into IDW. No. Nothing I can find either. Keep going. Hold on now. Well, we got another Lucy Claire Redemption, third issue. Oh, uh, yeah. Crap, I it was the first one. It, sure, it, it's classic Upchurch art, man. It Is looks it? great. Yeah, it just, t- it just takes me back to the early Rat Queens days. Very and cool. um, uh, I really like that art style. I just think it's he's yeah. he's really great. Now, the story's okay. You know, they're kind of getting the band together now. Um, yeah. And that kind of uh, story arc's happening. Yeah. Um, but it it's really really pretty to look at. On the stump number one from Image, the campaign trail is paved with blood and broken bone, broken bone, <laughs> broken bones. <laughs> Easy for you to say. If you struggle that much, you know who you you obviously don't want to, don't want that book. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Slide on into Marvel. Is that the final Amazing Mary Jane? This has been a strange little book, um, like a basically like an inside Hollywood type of story where they're trying to make a movie, and Spider-Man villains are popping up. Mm-hmm. I th- it doesn't say it's the last one. 
It just felt like it was a five or six issue miniseries. <laughs> I can't imagine it could go on much longer. Did you read uh, the new Deadpool? No. Okay, I wasn't sure. We're on three here, and I just I hadn't read it either. I, uh, I just I've been lamenting. I have been lamenting my Marvel stack lately. It's it's down to just a title or two a week, if that, and um, you know, Spider Man and that Mary Jane and maybe a Ghost Spider, Daredevil, a couple others. Not not too much. Hawkeye. I haven't read that one yet. I I, I will I will give that one a shot, but I haven't read it read it yet. We have Marvel's Voices number one. This is Marvel's acclaimed podcast series. So we got some more things from that. I'll probably read this Wolverine, even though it's eight dollars. I, I would like to see. I would think for an eight dollar Wolverine, they'd have to give us a real reason to like compel me to jump in. Am I asking too much for that? Yeah, I mean. He's back, but he's kind of been back, right? He's been back, yeah. Ben Piercy, do you... What do you know about Ben Piercy? What was his... What was he writing? X-4 and the Wolverine, The Long Night. That's the only thing he did? That's what they're featuring here. Oh, they wouldn't tell you any of the DC books he was on. (laughs) I thought... Was he a Green Arrow guy? That sounds right. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Who am I kidding? I'm going to read it. Um, if you go down to Boom, Something is Killing Children number one is on its sixth printing. That's awesome. That should bode well for my resale value. I would hope to hell. Who knew you were in love with a James Tinian book? Well, you know what? It's Tynan, first of all. And um, that's officially from him and his Twitter, unless he was trolling me. I would if I were you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and, and I, I don't hate him. I don't love him. Occasionally he writes something I like. But a lot Did of times... put that in a birthday card for me once? <laughs> And uh, you just, but a lot of times it's just, it's just a little long-winded. There you go. Heaven forbid he not write everything a three-issue series, Drew. Uh, that's true. Eric Burnham, do, Burnham doing this Red Sonia thing at Dynamite looks interesting. I'm kind, you know, I read all twelve issues of that Mark Russell Red Sonia, and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Am I a Red Sonia fan? I might be. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah, I just found out. God Killers number one from Aftershock looks really good. I don't, I don't think I'm going to jump into that. You don't think 15 so? 15 copy incentive, but it's tempting. Now, we ha- have Archie it's meets... It's a $5 the- issue one. Come on, Aftershock. You're killing me. <laughs> yeah. Now, do we... Do, are we hearing that that all their number ones are moving to five to four ninety nine? I, I believe I had heard that. 
I, I think I, somebody somebody tweeted that out. I think I want I want to check and see if that's the for reals. Um, from Archie, we've got Archie meets the B fifty twos. Um, we've got like Alex Segura, Rock, Rock Lobster, uh, like Rock Lobster B fifty twos exactly. Wow, tin roof rust. You thought I was gonna go rub Love Shack, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. That you went old school B fifty twos. Alex Segura and Matt Rosenberg doing the writing with Dan Parent on art. Um, I. Please be just be a one shot, right? It's got to just be a one shot. Yeah, we had Archie meets the Ramones, and that was was that a couple issues? I don't know. We we, we do this. They do this all the time, and, and you Archie know, met Kiss. Sometimes, you know, they like the Sabrina was like five issues. And yeah, we'll see. Ah, hmm. oh, there you go. You're uh, you're uh, Laura Allred. Cover B is Rock Lobster. Is that it? I can get behind. Nice. That's yeah, pretty cool. If you had to choose between that or Laurel and Hardy meet the Three Stooges, I think I'm going to go with the B 52s. I think so too. Yeah. Holy crap, there's been a rag sighting. <laughs> oh, it's now a seven issue series. Yeah. Um, it's been uh, it's been two years. We got to six of our seven issues. Holy yeah. moly! She still doesn't have pants, but she has yeah. a shirt. Yeah, man. And she had a hundred dollar spec book. Good times. Oh, I'm sorry. I clicked on the cover. C. she does not. She no longer has a shirt. Hey oh. Hey oh. That's all I got, brother. Yep. Good stuff. So some cool things to add, some things not to miss, uh, keeping your finger on the pulse of what's going on. So just your ultimate in uh, add to your order and don't miss out and don't go to the secondary market. FOC goodness. <laughs> FOC goodness, exactly. That's right. Uh, now we have to go check out what our, our good friends over at CoverPrice.com have collated a list of the top 10 eBay top sellers, um, specy books for the week of this week. Uh, I believe it's as of <laughs> as of one twenty four. That's today. Yep. Um, so number one, Star Wars: Rise of Kylo Ren. Number two, this continues to explore Ben Solo's backstory, selling forty five copies with an average raw price of fourteen ninety four. Um, and number one was also a big deal. Um, coming on the heels of the movie, people are excited about Ben Solo and Kylo Ren. Um, the 42 copies of the first issue selling for about $40 raw. Dang. Uh, which is pretty darn good. Uh, Avengers 133. This is the first appearance of Kotati, who will play a big role in Empire. Uh, I guess that's a Marvel event, is that right? Is that a Marvel just a Marvel book? I don't I, I don't know what Empire is. I think I've purposely uh, steered clear of it. And, <laughs> but the book has sold thirteen copies with an average selling price of nine forty nine, which you know maybe the book is five dollars, so it's not that big of a deal. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Amazing Spider Man one hundred and one 
uh, the Morbius trailer drop, bringing this book back on the list. So 35 copies with a raw price of $276. Whew. You could have got Morbius's first appearance for nothing not that long ago. Um, Ultimate Fallout number four, the first appearance of Miles Morales, continuing to sell well, 17 copies, average price of 117 that's still low enough to invest in, Kyle? Do you think? Yeah. Well, you think you know you get? Would you pay like eighty bucks for the first appearance of Miles Morales if you saw it in a shop? I'm trying to think because he's had he had his he's not had a an, a big screen real life appearance. Nope, just you know, the cartoon. Spider Verse was the big yeah. thing. True, that still hasn't happened yet. That's true. They might. You think they'll maybe they won't do it now because of Spider Verse. It's very possible. I think they do. Um, the Eternals, number one, keeps popping up. Moved to another 17 copies for about $83 a piece. Peter Parker's Spectacular Spider-Man, number four. Another Morbius-related bump. This is the first appearance of Hunger, who was formerly Crown. Will be the movie's main bad guy. Um, 14 copies sold for an average of 9 9 You can find those just laying around. I would think so. Yeah. I would think so. Um, Eternals number one again selling well. This sold. This is a 2006 Eternals. Uh, sold 22 copies, around five dollars a piece. Savage She-Hulk number one. Um, more Marvel media related book sales. This book sold 11 copies for around sixty dollars a piece. And Morbius Living Vampire marks the first ongoing series. 21 copies sold, but only for about four dollars a piece. So that rounds out the top 10. Thank you again to our folks at Cover Price Top 10 for putting that together. So just some things to keep your eye out, um, see what's selling, and uh, you might be able to find it in a back issue bin somewhere. There you go. Now let's... We're buzzing through our episode, it looks like, today. So we're going <laughs> to finish early, I think. Let's get over to our sneak peek. Of course, we're over to previewsworld.com. Look at all new releases. We're finding new releases for January the 29th. Did I say 29th? No, yeah, the 29th, 2020. Let's find our table view and let's start in image. A new ice cream man that makes me very happy. A new criminal that makes me very happy. A new farmhand that makes me very happy. Philadelphia oh um, Protector. Uh, I'll check it out. It's the first issue. Like there's a sex criminal sighting. Uh, it's a really, really good week for for Image. Uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm psyched for this this week. There you go. Very good stuff. And Profit looks just neat enough that I think I got to check it out. Or Protector, sorry. Oh, because Protector. Yeah. Who's doing it? Oh, Simon Roy, Daniel Benson, Artoon Trakovov, Trakanov, Jason Wordy, Hassan's. Atsume and James Stoko. It's mm-hmm. a lot of people involved in this Man. thing. That covers Conan the Barbarian, gorgeous. Mad Max, and The Expanse. Could be fun. Yeah. Sex Criminal seems to be trying to come back. Got the whole new arc starting. Yes, finally. I actually pre wrote a letter in. Because I saw this was coming and wrote a letter to sex criminals before the issue even came back. So I'm hoping I'm go. I'm hoping I'm in this issue. But with the, with all your dirty, dirty no, sex I'm, thoughts. No, I'm pretty tame. 
I'm pretty. Oh, sure then they're not going to publish that. Never. Mind. That's you're probably right. There will not be in this issue. Every once in a while, they could throw a nice little fan letter in, though. Oh, do know. they? Every once in a while. Yeah. It's not all, you know, rim jobs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I stopped reading. I wanted more rim jobs and stuff. <laughs> We could open up a, sh- a store. That's, that's the name of the store. Franchise it. Just don't go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, God. On uh, to Dark Horse. Uh, Frankenstein Undone, number one. Um, interesting. Mike Mignola doing this? Yeah, bridging Mary Shelley's original Frankenstein novella and Mike Mignola's Frankenstein Underground. The series brings together this stuff. Oh, Okay. So it's got pre-existing property that I don't know, and that's too bad. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of him. Frankenstein kind of already have been out. No, the the uh, the other the <laughs> Mignola version. I, I think I knew, I don't think I knew that one. He's a creation. Doesn't like fire. Bolts in the neck. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think it's Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh. Star Trek Picard countdown number one of three going to a second print. So that's a that's a that's probably the first countdown slash gearing up towards a new property I've seen go to a second print. So that bodes very well for us. Yeah, we we've got an out of the blue text from our uh, old father saying, "How do I stream things? There's a Picard show coming up." Yeah, uh, and I think both of us ignored that text because we didn't want to get into it. Well, yeah, it'd be a, we'd have to drive to Indiana. Yeah, set up his rabbit ears. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I can't do it. So now, oh, we've got the Yusagi Yojimbo Collar Classic starting up. So, he, so Sakai must have enjoyed some of that that colorized money coming in from IDW on yeah. the new series, and said, "You know what? I got three hundred and fifty <laughs> old black and white comics just sitting here collecting dust. Let's start cranking those bad boys out." And these are the old ones. This is the OG stuff too. I, I would think this one might. Is it the first, very first yeah. issue? This series collects the original early issues of the acclaimed long-running series, now available in full color. Every issue also features new behind-the-scenes material and art. It doesn't tell me if this is issue one or not, though. It's It's got a one in the top left. Yeah. Whether you're a long-term Usagi fan or brand new to the adventure of the Ronin Rabbit, this series will be the perfect addition to your comic library. Or maybe he's actually, you know, cherry-picking some of his favorites. Especially if he's doing behind-the-scenes matter, he's probably picking the things that he would have the most to say behind the scenes. he'll never live long think. enough to put out all 300-some of the original black and whites. And you don't know how old he is, but how long is... What's 300 divided by 12? What's your calculator? Where's your calculator at? <laughs> 300 divided by 12. 25 years. That's 25 years. <laughs> I mean... I don't think he's a young man. So, yeah, he's probably cherry-picking some of his favorites. Or just doing the first, you know, couple runs. Yeah. He'll, he'll let us know where he thinks he uh, started jumping the shark. Exactly. Down to DC. Well, let's see. Dial H penultimate. Wow, so that's now been shortened to... Maybe I knew that. I don't know. That was always a 12. We've got um, the Dollar Comic 
Detective 554, which is... Oh, it introduced Black Carrie's Black Canary's costume. That is, is not that a big deal? Dollar comic. I don't no, even... Come on now, peoples. Is that that big of a deal? Oh, we talked good about Far Sector number one and it going to a second print. Yeah, good for that thing. About fake Green Lanterns. Last God going to a second print. I think I liked Suicide Squad. Yes, I did. You know why? Because it was Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor. Yes, I did like that first issue, so um, I'm back. After the absolute carnage of Suicide Squad number one, a new Task Force X has been assembled even before the bodies of teammates and friends have had a chance to cool. And I think Tom Taylor writes my favorite Harley. So I'm curious what he does with that. Is Harley in that Suicide Squad? Yeah. Yeah, and I think Tom. Ta- I'm pretty sure it was still Tom Taylor when he was writing yeah. the uh, the uh, stuff from Injustice with Harley, where they're talking about her uh, having a child with Joker and getting rid of that and uh, shipping that child off to keep it away from Joker and stuff. Some of the more endearing Harley stuff I've ever read came from Tom Taylor. So yeah, keeping an, a big eye on the Suicide Squad series. Down to Marvel. Yeah, we got a facsimile edition for. Amazing Spider-Man 347, which, you know, it's like a 90s Spider-Man with Venom, Venom story or something. Um, not not facsimile worthy to me. Maybe others. Yeah, yeah. But that's, you know, I bought that one off the rack, so. <laughs> it's a Daily what Bugle it? miniseries. Yeah, what the heck? Which, uh, as a... The the journalism major in me is intrigued here. <laughs> Ooh, maybe they'll talk printing presses. And oh, if it's stock. if it's all about AP style, I am uh, in, bro. Will he or won't he? It is deadline. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> A lot of paper cuts involved. <laughs> yeah, this would be cool. I'm in. I'm, I, I like stuff like that. Behind the scenes, it's like a Gotham Central, only for the Bugle. There you go. You know, that was good, right? Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, the end, number one from Kelly Thompson. The final Captain Marvel story. 50 years ago, Carol Danvers went into the deepest reaches of the cosmos to spread peace and justice, and she hasn't been seen, and she hasn't seen a familiar face since. Whatever happened to the planet she once called home. You know what? I would probably like this. To, I would probably check some of these things out if it wasn't. Captain America the end, or Captain Marvel the end, Deadpool the end, Doctor Strange the end, it was Miles Morales the end before a couple weeks ago. There's yeah. too many. Too many. They're not special. So yeah. I'm not going to check them all out. It would be like when they're, when they're all doing the old man stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Make Just Marvel. Just do one thing. Make it special. Don't flood us. Drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. Hawkeye Freefall number two by Matthew Rosenberg. Who the expletive is Ronin, the mystery, the mystery st- uh, surrounding the volatile new Ronin deepens as his action begins to destabilize the seedy underbelly of New York City. Oh, I think I did sample this and didn't like it. Oh, no. Yeah. But I think you're a bigger, way bigger Hawkeye fan than I am. Also true. 
Mortal Hulk now hit issue 30. Oh, Jess- Time to re-go, go back to number one when you hit 30. It, it's true. Now, Jessica Jones, Bli- Jessica Jones Blind Spot, uh, the first issue was a fantastic. I loved it. Big fan of Jessica Jones, though, so I'm already in the bag for that, but it was really, really good. And I thought, um, I can't remember who the writer is. Let me look. Uh, it's Kelly Thompson. I thought she did a heck of a good job. Because um, that's, you know, that's Brian Michael Bendis' character, so it's tough to take over that. Drew, you ever thought to yourself, hey, what if we had Arkham Asylum, but Marvel had Arkham Asylum? Is that what well, Ravencroft wait, is? Wait no longer for Ravencroft number one by Frank Thierry. After the hellish horrors Frank of absolute Thierry. carnage... The Ravencroft Institute has received a much-needed facelift and is open for business with a new staff, including John Jameson, looking to atone for the part he played in Absolute Carnage. Eek. But will Ravencroft return to the mentally unstable villains of the Marvel Universe to upstanding citizens and give John the redemption he's looking for, or will they fall prey to the hospital's seemingly sinister nature? And what do you think about all that that you read? Don't care. Yeah, okay. I'm on the same page. We own the but same page. It's only page. a five-issue series. And they didn't charge $9 for the first issue, so, I mean, they got a shot. I don't have anything until we get down to Boom. Yeah, Rise of Kylo Ren, uh, going to a second print. All right. Talk to me about whatever else you're finding. <laughs> or do we it's, care about George R. R. Martin's other titles? I do not. Okay. I care about Something is Killing Children, the FOC variant from Boom. Ooh. Um, and this is issue five, and I'm kicking myself because I went FOC variant for issue one and then didn't, didn't do any more. Am I? It should have done FOC variants like you did with Black Badge. Where you yeah. put the whole run as FOC variants. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have done that. But I think I think the cover A's were actually going up for more. At least yeah, on the first issue. So I don't know. Who knows? Whoa. Okay. So we've got the Power Rangers Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one. Unlock. Black and white edition. There is something to be said for these characters all black and white. And where you can't really tell the difference in them. It's kind of stunning looking. Yeah. Very cool looking cover. All now, right. all the way down to the black, the back half, we have Airboy Fifty One, which uh, Kyle was like, "No way is it worth nine ninety nine." Uh, I remember that conversation quite clearly. And it does I, sound I, like me. I look at it now, and I think he's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I'm interested in. It. I'd be interested at four ninety nine. Yeah. I am not interested at nine ninety nine. I'm just not. Apocalypse Girl, number one, from Source Point Press. Upon returning from the makeshift foxhole wherever, where her papa sent her to hide from raiders, Anna finds his tattered body ripped apart in a manner she recognized to be the work of creatures he referred to as hunter fiends. Yeah. Thrusting into the position of now having to fend for herself while balancing the lifelong lessons from Papa with her own desire for retribution. Hmm. Yes. Uh, we have Cartoon Dialetics. 
Dialectics from Uncivilized Comics. This is a Tom Kaczynski uh, written book, and he does the art as well. He did the he did beta testing the Apocalypse, an Eisner nominated book. We know what it's like to be nominated, Tom, and not win. Um, <laughs> and this is a uh, cartoon theoretical theoretical focus on contemporary neuroses, obsessions, and contradictions. Um, did you know about the 36th Chamber of Commerce? Get productivities from a master Shaolin Kung Fu. Is there any possibility of utopia after an orgy of modernity? Mon- modernity? What are comics? Irrelevant, funny, and dinky award-winning cartoon dialectics becomes a regular series. Okay. Um, sounds a little too cute for its own good. I, I was on board for a second. And the, 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 your, your horribly written synopsis <laughs> kicked me off. You out of it. Fucked me off of it. Forget it. Shoplifters will be liquidated number four on that one. Who's the what's the publisher on that? That is Aftershock Book. Oh yeah. It's been pretty good. I think I've only read the first two. Mm-hmm. Were you reading Maul from Vault Comics? I don't think so, no. Gotcha. I was reading I'm reading Everywhere, which is about a really big superstore. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But not Maul. Yeah, because we have Maul five and two covers for Maul six out on the same day. That's what it's That's terrible. Don't do that. All right, Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I ask you for their pick of the week. What's the one thing to make sure you run into your local comic book shop, pick up, put in a bag and board, and know that you can make a little bit of money off of because it'll be the next thing featured as have-to-have books? Well, I am um, just like I was the, I'm the last person off the Walking Dead train. I'm going to be the last person off the Sex Criminals train. Uh, I think the Sex wow. Criminals Triple X Latour variant is the way to go. Uh, Jason Latour from uh, Southern Bastards fame. Uh, another book that maybe this will inspire him to get that damn book out. Uh, we need more of that. But um, uh, I've missed Sex Criminals. I'm, I'm assuming this is maybe the last hurrah for this book, this last story yeah. arc. Um, so I'm going to, uh, I, I want to support this and, and hope and hope that there are enough fans out there that this becomes a sought after book because they didn't know it was coming out. Very cool. Let's see here. I'm just going to go back up to image then. Good protector. Yep, and I'm going to say the protector, number one, had enough interest for me to be like, ah, that's cool. Oh, we both went image on this one, though. Yeah, nice. We're loud. It's like (laughs) it's been a while since we've done such things. It's like the old days, right? Yeah, no kidding. So, yeah, there's a little bit of intrigue there. Um, So, yeah, let's give that a shot. Fantastic. But all in all, winding down the month of January, the first month into 2020, looks like there's some good stuff coming up. Of course, you know, it seems like every image book that comes out, Drew was excited for, so that is a good sign 
hopefully for the year to come and some creative and fun stuff coming in. If we missed a book in here that you're like, guys, guys, the real gold is right here and you guys missed it. Feel free to write in, be part of the podcast, find us on the Instagrams, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Gmail accounts, all the different ways. Be part of the podcast, write in. If you agree with us, we don't get a lot of them saying, guys, you know, uh, I couldn't have said it better myself. You guys said exactly what needed to be said. Yeah, we, we like that. that. In <laughs> as well. We always love to hear that kind of thing. But we thank you guys so, so much for listening to us. We thank you so much. So for Drew and for myself, see ya.